Welcome into Sports with Balls. Here we go on a Monday. Happy November the 6th. Woo. What a weekend. As always, man. Got to love it. Welcome into Sports with Balls. I'm Jeff Michael. We are, man, we got a great show. We've got a busy, busy show today. Um, look, I'm not all 100% there. I did go to the casinos this past weekend. It was a lot of fun, but uh, maybe a little bit too much. Who knows? Who knows? But today is November the 6th, man. Tons of NFL to get into. Before we get into all of that, today's show brought to you by Christian's Tailgate. Go to christianstailgate.com. Amazing food. Well, award-winning food, actually. Drink specials. They've got designated bars all over the city of Houston uh, for, for specific teams. Bills Mafia team, Dallas Cowboys team. Go to christianstailgate.com. Learn more about their food and drink specials. Uh, beer pong, all kinds of stuff they got going on over there. What are we going to get into today? Let's see. NFL, obviously, yesterday. Busy, busy, busy day. couple of notable injuries. We'll talk about who got hurt, who won, who lost, who stands where, who we like, who we don't like. We'll get into tonight's game. New York Jets at home and the I don't know what to say Chargers team. I, I just I don't know where this team is, what their identity is, but the Chargers and Jets will play tonight. So we'll talk about that. Get into the NCAA over the weekend. Some another big, big, big loss for USC. Colorado loses again. We'll talk about where those uh where those teams stack up, the top five. Some NBA. Look, man, they've got this in-season tournament going on. I, Man, I don't even know what it is, honestly. I, I just I can't even figure it out. When, when it started, I guess it started a few days ago. When it ends, I have no idea what the trophy's for. Does it, does it, I mean, does it mean anything? Do you get bonuses? The courts, the courts for this NBA tournament thing are horrendous. Like, it is unbelievably bad. I don't know why they decided to go with new courts. It's like a whole new league. It's awkward. It's very awkward. Can't even follow the basketball. You don't even know where it is because it blends in with the courts. It's very strange. So in NBA. And then at the end of the show, I'll have my parlay of the day. So without further ado, let's get into it. The NFL yesterday. Let's start off with the morning game. Dolphins and the Chiefs. The Chiefs can beat you in, in a lot of different ways. And this one, this showed it. Look, Patrick Mahomes didn't have a, a spectacular game yesterday, but they won. They won. It was 21-0 to zero at one point. The Dolphins, again, fall to a team that's above 500, and that seems to be the MO at this point. The Dolphins cannot beat good teams. You are supposed to beat the bad teams, but you got to win every now and then against the good teams. Right now, Man, you haven't won against a team above 500 in over 400 days. That's insane. I, the Dolphins are what they are. They scored 14 points in the third quarter. That was it, folks. That was it on the entire game. Mostert found the touchdown. to a tag of Iloa, 21-34. Under 200 yards passing. One touchdown. QBR of 51.9. Eh, respectable. And a rating of 87. Eh. It's okay. Not enough to not enough to beat the Kansas City Chiefs. By the way, their defense 
zero allowed zero points in the first half. Of course, they gave up the 14 points in the third quarter, but zero in the fourth. They had a defensive touchdown. Patrick Mahomes, 20-30, under 200 yards, too, for a game that was supposed to be high-flying. Both quarterbacks under 200 yards passing. Mahomes a little bit better. He had two touchdowns and a rating of 105. Mostert, 85 on the uh, on the ground, which was respectable. He only got 12 carries. I thought they should, probably should have fed him a little bit more. I mean, Isaiah Pacheco for Kansas City had 16 rushes. I thought Mostert should have way more than Pacheco, but it is what it is. Tua Tagovailo at the end of the game drops the snap. I don't know the logistics of whether or not that was the center's fault or whether it was Tua's fault, but it was his opposite It was his opposite side. He's left-handed, right? So it was on his right-hand side. He drops it. Game over. They had a chance to at least try to tie the game up. But Dolphins lose. They fall to 6-3. and three. Kansas City wins. 7-2, and two, one of the best teams in the NFL. And they did it in a very ugly fashion. That game was marred by penalties. If you were in Germany and this was your first NFL game, you had to be like, what in the hell is this? Like, there was timeouts. There was penalties. It was a long, drawn-out game. There really wasn't a lot of high-flying action. So if I'm in Frankfurt, Germany, and I'm going to an NFL game, that was ugly. That was not good. And that was supposed to be a 28 to 35, just an absolute offensive display. Nope. Tyreek Hill, 62 yards receiving and a fumble loss for a touchdown. It is what it is. Kansas City Chiefs go to 7-2. The Miami Dolphins, 6-3. and Miami's still in it. They got to get their offense together. Their defense is eh. But their offense needs to get together. Vikings and Falcons, man, what an absolute story this was. Josh Dobbs. Unbelievable. The guy was traded on Tuesday. Five days later, on a Sunday, he's in Atlanta, and he wins the game for them, basically. It was unbelievable. Josh Dobbs had seven carries for 66 yards rushing. Well, I mean, look, that's not a surprise. He didn't know the playbook that well, so of course he's going to take off running. He probably went option one, no. Option two, no. I'm out of here. But he won. Josh Dobbs in a great moment. The guy is an unbelievable like, story. It's, a, it's just a feel-good story for the Minnesota Vikings. After losing Kirk Cousins to an Achilles injury, you got Josh Dobbs. He comes in and goes 20 for 30 for 158, rushes for 66 yards, and throws two touchdowns. Playing uh, Tyler Heineke, 21-38, 268-1-1. I think the big story here, like aside from Dobbs, is B. John Robinson, the running back from the University of Texas. I mean, people are absolutely hammering this guy. He had 11 carries for 51 yards in a very – like three weeks ago, y'all are showing video of this guy – Above, above, like, the camera angles above him and just going nuts about how incredible this guy is. And now you're just hammering him because he has a bad game. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think he was sick the last game, too. But Bijan Robinson, just not very productive. And I don't know if it's the offense. I don't know if it's the offensive coordinator. But it is what it is. Atlanta, man, I, are they going to – are they trying to go for the draft, right? Like, what's Atlanta doing? They're four and five. Not too bad. They're second in the NFC South, though. There's still a chance there. They got the Cardinals coming up. By the way, Kyler Murray expected to play. We'll get into that. 
Saints, Jets, Buccaneers, Panthers, Colts, Bears, Saints. It's a pretty easy schedule, all things considered. But they don't know where they're at. They have no idea what's going on. Is Desmond Ritter the guy? Because they pulled him. Desmond Ritter no longer is a starting quarterback for the Atlanta Falcons. Tyler Heineke is. Or Taylor Heineke. Sorry. But, I, I, you know, from the looks of it, I don't see Desmond Ritter as the guy in Atlanta. There's, there's six quarterbacks coming out at least that are NFL ready coming up. Are you going for one of those guys? Because, man, you've got offensive weapons galore in Atlanta. Drake London, B. John Robinson, Cordell Patterson. I mean, it's, it's, it's off the chain with what's going on there. But you can't get anything done. Your offense is, is terrible. Kyle Pitts is there. I don't know if it's the coordinator. I don't know. This, is this a hot seat team? Is the head coach on, on the hot seat? I don't know, man. But Atlanta, got to figure it out. Josh Dobbs came in there in an incredible story and, and beat you. Flat out. And way to go, Josh Dobbs. Good job, man. Hell of a job. All, got there on Tuesday, didn't know the playbook, and plays on Sunday and uh, throws two touchdown passes, man. Unbelievable. Cardinals and Browns, we just talked about the Cardinals 1-8. and eight. <laughs> But the Browns got Deshaun Watson back. That's the story right here. Deshaun Watson, 219 yards and two touchdowns. And the Browns win 27-0. to zero. Their defense is top five. Their defense is elite. Their defense will get the Browns in the playoffs. I don't know about Deshaun Watson, Watson from here on out. I don't know how he's going to perform. It seems like it's like a week-to-week a -week thing with him on how he is mentally and what's going on. But Deshaun Watson, if he's healthy and he can play at somewhat of the level that he did in Houston with that defense, Cleveland's got a shot to win a game in the playoffs. I will tell you that for sure. That team is not bad. They got weapons. They have all kinds of weapons. Even with their starting running back getting hurt for the entire season and blowing out his knee, they still got weapons. They've got Ford and Hunt behind there, which is a decent running back. And they've got Amari Cooper and a couple of other wide receivers that can really get it done. Amari Cooper had five receptions, 139 and a touchdown, 27 to zero. Now, Cardinals start rookie quarterback. It's just an ugly offense over there. James Conner out for the season. Kyler Murray is supposed to come back this week. I don't know, man. What... What's your plan? Does anybody has anybody gone to the press conference and asked Kyler Murray or asked the Arizona Cardinals, what's your plan with Kyler Murray? Do we know? Is he the future in Arizona? It doesn't look like it. It doesn't, it doesn't look like a good fit. It just doesn't look like seems that things are, are gelling there at all. Look, they're done. <clears throat> Their season's over. The Cardinals are one and eight. Their season is toast. Why are you throwing Kyler Murray into the mix? Why would you? But they are, apparently. Well, I believe it when I see it. I guess the, the new Call of Duty game is coming out right before he's supposed to start. <laughs> Sorry, I had to throw that shot in there, Kyler. But we'll see. We'll see what Arizona wants to do. They got an incredible quarterback. I mean, talented, gifted. Will he, you know... Will he perform the way he should or the way that his contract says he should? Yet to be seen. Like, yet to be seen. They're 1-8. Browns beat the crap out of them. Browns go to 5-3, and 4-1 and one at home in a good football team. Dangerous. That's a dangerous football team. They seem like it's them against the world. 
I, I, I would watch out for the for the Cleveland Browns, especially if Watson is a sh- even even a shell of what he used to be. Rams and Packers, both of them uh, with three wins on the season now. Packers go go uh, three and five after a twenty to three victory over the Rams. Both these teams are done. I just they're just not good. They're decent. Put them middle of the pack. Commanders and the Patriots, and the Patriots fall to two and seven after the Commanders win twenty to seventeen. Sam Howell, 325 TD. Guys, y'all know that Sam Howell has almost the identical numbers, if not better, than Patrick Mahomes this year? That's right. Sam Howell and Patrick Mahomes' numbers are almost identical. In fact, I think Sam Howell's are better. The Commanders are 4-5. and We thought this is a a zero-win team. (laughs) And Ron Rivera, look, I'm, I'm with Commander. Like, he should be on the hot seat. But they win these games, and the Patriots, two and seven. That that's a team right there. Like, are they going for a quarterback? I don't think Matt Jones is the answer there. Is Bill Belichick looking at this draft, going, "All right, I I, I see a guy." And what's going to happen with Matt Jones? They've been through so many QBs and so many offensive issues over there. They need to reload. They're two and seven. When I do my top five and bottom five on Wednesday, the Patriots will be in the bottom five for sure. That is without a doubt. This is one of the worst teams in the NFL, and their defense should have been better. Sam Howell and the Commanders come in there and spank them, 20-17. to 17. Wow. I mean, it's what it is with you're the Patriots. Mac Jones is your quarterback. Bill Belichick is your head coach. It's not Tom Brady. It's not even close. Your defense isn't playing the way that it should. You're a defensive specialist, Bill Belichick, and uh, your defense is getting run over by Sam Howell. Which, by the way, like I said, same numbers as Mahomes. That's crazy. That's crazy. New Orleans Saints improved to 5-4 and four over the Chicago Bears, who are also 2-7. and seven. Saints are going to the playoffs, guys. Sorry, they are. They've got an easy schedule. They don't play hard quarterbacks. <laughs> They're going to the playoffs. There's not a whole lot to dive into in this game. Agent, good for him. 220. Uh, three picks, though. The Saints' defense is pretty good. They're not that good. All these rookie quarterbacks, man. The NFL just put, what was there, seven rookie quarterbacks that started this weekend? Man. Seahawks and Ravens. Here are two teams that were, this should have been a better game. This should have been a way better game than it was. Lamar Jackson actually didn't. It wasn't like he was out there balling out of control. The Ravens just absolutely dominated the Seattle Seahawks. This looked like old school Ravens football. Lamar Jackson. Let's see. What was his stat line? I know it wasn't great. He even said on social media, 21 of 26, which is efficient as hell. 187. That's it. No touchdowns. Mark Andrews had nine receptions, 80 yards. That kid Mitchell on the ground, the speedster, nine carries, 138, and a touchdown. But the story here would be the defense of the Baltimore Ravens. Geno Smith never got anything off the ground, really. 13 to 28, 157, and a pick. Terrible. Walker the third, Kenneth Walker the third, had nine carries for 16 total yards, guys. The Ravens defense is legit. And now people are going to talk about the Ravens as a Super Bowl contender. It's been three weeks in the making, and now they are really putting it down. 
really putting it down. But again, you know, like we're on week 11. You have to worry about or uh, week nine, sorry, week 10. You've got to worry about Lamar Jackson's health if he keeps running. Like that's it. The, the, the whole thing is Lamar Jackson. If he's healthy, you got a chance. <clears throat> Do the Baltimore Ravens finally get to a Super Bowl with Lamar Jackson? Woo! Mm, that one playoff win looms large over Lamar. Get to the playoffs again and lose. That will be the stigma. 100%. Seahawks are a good team. They're not great. They had a chance to make a nice, bold statement in this game and completely got ran out of the building. They're 5-3 and three still, though. Seattle's going to the playoffs. They're a good team. They will bounce back from this. But Lamar Jackson and the Ravens, yes, they look like a top-tier team. They definitely will be in my top five this week, 100%. Now on to the Texans and the Buccaneers, man. And this was the talk of the town. Even old LeBron James tweeting about C.J. Stroud's record-breaking performance yesterday. Unfreaking believable Y'all know C.J. Stroud has 2,270 passing yards this season. 15 touchdowns, and I'm going to give you a guess how many interceptions. One. One, 15 touchdowns, one interception, 2,200 passing yards. I'm not going to sit here and say he's elite just yet. He's definitely given the city of Houston massive, massive hopes. Including myself, I, I'm a little, I, I kind of want to go watch this kid now. But listen, Justin Fields did this. There's a bunch of quarterbacks that came in and blew the doors off of people. And then second year, eh, we've seen it happen. We've seen it happen all day long. Once they get film, these defensive coordinators are smart. <clears throat> and C.J. Stroud's a great quarterback, but you got to keep it up. We've also seen quarterbacks absolutely throw in the towel, like we did Bryce Young last uh, yesterday. You saw Peyton Manning do it his first season, and look what happened. So year one, yes, it's special. It's fun to watch, but be cautious. Kevin Anthony says be cautious about the – cautiously optimistic about the Cowboys. Look, take the same route with C.J. Stroud and the Houston Texans. Be cautiously optimistic. I like the energy, and I like the kid going. He's balling out of control. <clears throat> threw for 470 yesterday, a record, five touchdowns. But let's just, you know, be weary, all right? I like the kid. I think he's amazing. The, the receivers over there with Nico Collins and Tank Dell, they got something special going down. Damian Pierce, who was hurt, but Singletary filled in nicely. C.J. Stroud breaking records in Houston. And I'm not... I guess I can compare it to, compare him to uh, Deshaun Watson. It's just the off-field stuff with Deshaun Watson that stings a little bit if you're a Texans fan. But you got to be you got to you got to like this. You got to like CJ Stroud balling out of control, 470 and five touchdowns. I guess the good Tampa Bay defense. It's not bad. The Houston Texans are 4 and 4. I did not expect this at all. They got a great quarterback. So far, again, cautiously optimistic. Those of y'all uh, just now tuning in, thank you guys for joining the show. If you're on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, 
However, you're joining the show live. Thank you. I'll get to your questions here in a minute if I have time. We try, try to do a 30-minute commercial-free Sports Flash <laughs> show. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Kevin Anthony, what's up? Says he left uh, Stroud on his bench. Woo! 54 fantasy points. Yeah, that's a dinger. I had him on my bench, too, but also won the game. I had uh, your boy Dak Prescott in the game. We might as well jump into the Cowboys now. Cowboys and Eagles. When exactly? I thought it was 28-21. That's what I said. By the way, go to Sports with Balls on social on all your social media platforms. Join the conversations. Man, great debates on there. Great, great subject. Go to Sports with Balls. Just type in it. Sports with Balls on any of your social media outlets, and we are there. Especially Facebook. It's a great place to go. I said 28-21. Eagles win 28-23. The big news to me was Jalen Hurts. Now he's questionable for next week. That knee injury. I think he really wanted to get through this game. And the Eagles are just a better team. Dallas put up a fight, but the Eagles are just a better team. There's still little mistakes that the Dallas Cowboys make that keeps them from winning big games. This this had the atmosphere of a playoff game, and the Cowboys did exactly what they do in those big atmosphere playoff games. Penalties and little bitty mistakes. Dak stepping out of bounds at the three-yard line. You got to throw it into the end zone, not at the two-yard line. There was a lot of things that happened here that just the Eagles are just a better team. And I don't think the Eagles actually played that well. A.J. Brown's still having an absolute season. Like, it's unbelievable what this guy's doing. I like what C.D. Lamb for the Cowboys is doing right now. He's amazing. The guy's stepping up. Dak Prescott, 374 and three touchdowns. That's great. C.D. Lamb had 11 receptions and 191 yards. Woo! Balling. They still lost. You got to do better. Like, how do you have, if you'd have showed me this stat line, Dak Prescott, 29 of 44, there's your issue. <clears throat> I said this last year, that if Dak Prescott throws the ball over 40 times, the Cowboys lose. It doesn't matter what his stat line is. It doesn't. 29 of 44, 374, and three touchdowns in a loss. And the reason why? You threw it 44 times. You have got to establish some sort of run. There's too many mistakes made by Dak Prescott constantly. Their run game, 12 carries, 51 yards for Pollard. CeeDee Lamb had almost 200 yards receiving, and they lost. Because you don't have a run game. You can't control the clock. And your everything is like based on Dak Prescott's arm, especially when you throw the ball 40-plus times. Go look at the winning percentage of the Cowboys when Dak Prescott throws the ball over 40 times. I think it's somewhere around 30%. And under 40 times, it's like 60%. It's insane. The Cowboys still can't establish a run, even though Tony Pollard was supposed to be amazing running back this year. It's Dak Prescott and CeeDee Lamb. And sorry, Cowboy fan, that ain't going to do it. Not in the playoffs. It'll win you a few games in a regular season, but not in the playoffs. Dak cannot throw the ball 40-plus times. It is a recipe for disaster for the Dallas Cowboys. And, again, they lose a big game. So there you are. Cowboys go five and three. They got three losses. Listen to the two of their losses, though. You know who the Cowboys lost to? The Jets and the Patriots and the Cardinals. <clears throat> Sorry. It is the Cardinals and the 49ers who they lost to. I will get to the Jets and Patriots loss here in a minute. That's the Buffalo Bills. The Eagles beat them. The 49ers beat them. And then the Cardinals beat them. 
Terrible loss to the Cardinals. Tough game against the 49ers. They got blown out. And then the Eagles just beat them. Big games. You can't do it. Prescott needs to throw over 40 times. It's a recipe for the Cowboys to win. Over 40 times, disaster. All right, what are we at? Uh, Buffalo Bills last night. That's the last one I'm going to get into. The Bengals just looked great. Josh Allen and the Bills. Josh Allen. I, like, who are you taking? You taking Dak or Josh Allen to start your team with? It, to me, they seem to be on the same level. Josh Allen was trying to run the ball last night. Couldn't. Bengals have won four games in a row and are heading for the playoffs. They look to be one of the best teams in the AFC. I like them a lot. They're five and three now. The Buffalo Bills fall to five and four. And their losses are the ones I'm talking about. The Bills have lost to the Jets. They've lost to the Jags, who's a good team. They lost to the Patriots and now the Bengals. The Jets and Patriots? Josh Allen? You lost to the Jets and the Patriots? Brutal. Brutal loss last night. The Bills looked dejected. Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen not on the same page at the beginning of the season. It's kind of transferring over. I'm just saying. It, it just looks like the house is a little rattled there in Buffalo. Super Bowl aspirations last year. Now they are out of the playoffs as of right now. This year, the Buffalo Bills are out. They are in ninth place. The Jets are ahead of the Buffalo Bills in the playoff spots right now. All right, we'll get deeper into the NFL tomorrow. Let's get over to this college football that happened over this weekend. Uh, look, Kevin Anthony, since you're tuning into the show, what happened? LSU, they got whooped. They lost. Ohio State beats Rutgers. Georgia beats Missouri. These are the top five, and they're going to stay undefeated. Michigan, 41-13. and 13. By the way, we're supposed to hear some news about this hardball situation today or by the latest uh, Wednesday or Thursday. Interesting. I'm hearing suspensions, and this doesn't look good for Michigan, especially on the run that they're in. Florida State, 24-7 over Pittsburgh. That should have been a, a blowout, and it really wasn't. Washington and USC, what a game. What a scene after the game with Caleb Williams sobbing in his mom's arms in the stands. I've never, ever, ever seen that. After a loss, I realize it knocks him out of the top 25, him way down in the standings, knocks him out of, uh, I think, the championship for <clears throat> the conference. It was, it was an awkward scene. Sobbing in his mom's arms. Caleb Williams. They lose again. Seven and three. Washington, though. Nine and oh. Michael Penix Jr. What a puller. 50 to 42 was this game, by the way, folks. 52 to 42. Oregon wins 63 to zero. Texas barely escaping with 33 to 30. And now the attention turns to, should Arch Manning start next week? Texas is 8-1, and one, still with a shot to get in the playoffs, and a little bit of quarterback issues. I just told you LSU lost, got kind of beat down by the Alabama Crimson Tide. <clears throat> Great game, though. Fun game to watch. Man, that atmosphere, that, looking at that on TV, it was unbelievable. Oklahoma loses its second game in a row. They fall to 7-2. Oklahoma State beat them 27-24. Ole Miss over Texas A&M. Penn State blew out Maryland. 
Notre Dame losing again their third loss. Clemson with their best win of the season moves to five and four. Clemson does. Colorado losing another game. They're under 500 and one and five in the Pac 12. All that hype, the Dion hype, man. Woo! See ya. We're not even talking about Dion anymore. Sunglasses, all that, all, everything, the hoodie, the, the attitude, gone. See you later. Tennessee 59 uh, to three over UConn. And right now, the standings, the AP poll came out. Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, Florida State. That's the AP. So the college football poll, the playoff poll will come out on Tuesday, and we will definitely get into that more tomorrow. Uh, well, Wednesday morning, because we have tomorrow morning show. There's no, no big upsets after that. Oh, well, Army beating down Air Force. Air Force was undefeated. Army beat them 23-3. to That was a shocker. But we'll get more into college football as the week goes on. The, I told you before, like at the beginning of the show, by the way, if you missed anything, go to Sports With Balls on any podcast arena. It's all up there. What are we going to do? Parlay of the day. Let's do it. Because you got Monday Night Football tonight. Man, man, we blew through, though. My Lord. All right, parlay of the day. You have got the New York Jets at home taking on Justin Herbert and the Chargers. Right now, the Chargers minus three and a half. I like that. Jets have been playing decent. Their, their defense is good, but the Chargers actually have a really good defense. It's at home for the Jets, and that's the only thing that gives me a little bit of caution, but I like the Chargers. I think that uh, hopefully Justin Herbert comes through. Give me the Chargers minus the three. I'm taking all favorites, by the way. And I've got three NBA games for you. I don't know about this tournament, guys. I don't know what the hell this is. I can't figure this out. What the hell is the NBA doing? Have you seen these courts? This is ridiculous. It looks it looks awkward. Like, when did we have a second NBA season right in the middle? I thought this was just going to be normal stuff. You go through, play some games, somebody wins a tournament. Somebody wins a trophy. You changed up the courts. It looks retarded. You can't find the basketball in most of these games. It's just weird, man. The NBA is in is in a very, very weird state right now. It's strange. Very, very strange. They're trying to make the regular season more interesting, and I get it. But uh, I like the Bucks minus five and a half tonight. I'll tell you who they're playing real quick before we get out of here. Give me the Bucks over the Nets minus five and a half. Give me the Nuggets, who are absolutely ridiculously good. They're at home. They're playing the Pelicans, and I love Zion, but give me the Nuggets minus five and a half as well. And then Boston, who's on a roll. The Celtics are at Minnesota Timberwolves, and I like them too. So your parlay Chargers minus three and a half. Bucks and the Nuggets minus five and a half. And then Boston minus four and a half. Look, if you missed anything, go to Sports With Balls on your podcast arena. And go to ChristiansTailgate.com if you're hungry or just want to drink and watch some games. Go to one of their five Houston area locations, ChristiansTailgate.com. Place is freaking phenomenal. I'm actually going to go there and eat here in a little bit. Tomorrow morning, same bat time, same bat place. I'm Jeff Michael. This is Sports with Balls.